Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, November the 30th, 2023. It's another Technical Golf Podcast. Glad you could join us today. Get myself all set up here. There we go. <clears throat> yeah, glad you could join us today. Got another great podcast lined up for you as we enter in to December. It's, it's here. It's here. Faster than I was ready for it, but it always is. It always is. It's, it never, it never, I don't remember the last, well, I think, I think that was just called becoming an adult. At some point, at some point, you know, when your life is so scheduled with school and everything else and, and everything's like broken up into nice, like specific chunks and you, you are seeing your, your, you know, your, uh, very specific vacation week. That's basically the same from the time you're in elementary school all the way up through high school. At least here it was like that. It was more or less you had like the same time, you know, and then you could see it and then it, it didn't feel like it was coming up on you out of nowhere. But now it's like, my God, I blink and the whole fucking year is gone. It's December. I haven't bought a single fucking present. I don't know where I'm going, what I'm doing. I don't shave for fucking long periods of time. Not because it's no shade November. I just forget to do it. And then all of a sudden I'm buying a tree. I'm putting it up. And before I know it, I blink. I'm taking the tree down. I'm hauling its carcass outside with needles everywhere. And then it's the next year and I'm like, fuck. And then I go, I'm going to be 30 insert number this year. And then, <laughs> then the existential crisis starts all over again. <clears throat> but here we are. And we're not there yet. Still November 30th. Tomorrow is uh, on my stream, which I haven't streamed. Like I told, This has been an extended break for me. I kind of, I could be honest, I kind of fucking needed it. My bank account didn't need it, but I needed it. Uh, was, is, uh, National Neil Diamond Day, December 1st, it's mm. the, uh, the, the, uh, the yearly tradition, so, it'll be, uh, Hearthstone, we'll be always, we, it's fun, because I only play it basically once a year, and it's for National Neil Diamond Day, turn on the Christmas album, uh, and it gives me an idea of just how shit Hearthstone has become, and you get to see the decline year after year, just, like, how much more meth the game has been on in the last calendar year, and so it'll be interesting to see. I do know that they're a bit down bad. You know how I know, Mr. Black? Because when I opened up the Blizzard launcher to update it, to prepare for tomorrow, I looked up at the top right of Blizzard launcher where the, like, the little gift thing is, and there was a red dot there, and I was like, oh, word? Did I, like forget that somebody had sent me something at some point, but like, I, it's been so fucking long, or whatever. I clicked the gift thing, and it's from Blizzard themselves. I was like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? Hearthstone, they're trying to get people back to Hearthstone. They're giving you, this, this is, by the way, if you play Hearthstone even recreationally, but you've been away from it for a while, this started in late October, I guess. If you've been like me and haven't played in some time, and they're trying to get you back, they're giving you, uh, probably, they're probably standard, but even then, it's a lot. 150 packs Damn. to return. <laughs> so, so, I was like, okay, alright, that, that's the level of desperation we've reached. We're just giving away 150 fucking standard packs uh, of, uh, of cards to get people back in. So, uh, anyway, that's tomorrow. I look forward to that. It'll be my return to streaming after a while. I successfully finished the script as of yesterday. Mm. to combine the chats for Twitch and YouTube. Uh, once I know it's, uh, there's like one or two very small, doesn't stop it from being functional, but nitpicky things. And then if you want it, I wouldn't distribute it like crazy, but if you want it, I'll send you the script and I'll tell you how to install it. It's, like, it's basically like a browser extension, more or less. 
And then if you want to use it, you'll have YouTube and Twitch combined, but you'll still have better Twitch TV enabled in the chat. And, uh, and if you want to, you can have it toggle so you can disable Nightbot. So if you don't want to see your own Nightbot commands popping up in your chat window, you can disable that shit. Uh, I've got a scaling, uh, fucking toggle in there. It's fancy! I'm telling you. But that mm. got finished, it got finished yesterday. My little project is almost done. My next step is to get it to be able to be in OBS, which there are some hurdles, technically, to make that happen. But I'll get there eventually. It's just not going to be a project that I stop streaming for anymore. I got it out of my system. I did a little thing. I used my brain. I needed to. Because mm. streaming don't use your brain very much. I'm just 100%. And like, like, just... Yes, I had to. I, was, I felt like I was going brain dead. I had to do something. So I did, and uh, I'll get back uh, back to it. But nevertheless, I just explained more or less what my week was. So, Mr. Black, how was your week? Week's been fine. Um, didn't really do anything. Got 80% of my Christmas shopping done. So You did I've say last got... week it was either going to happen or not. 80% yeah, is happened. pretty good. It's good. I mean, the the other stuff that I need to get are, are are literally just like gift cards and Christmas cards. So you know, I can g grab that whenever. Mm. Um, so yeah. Needless to say, I won't have to go to the mall. I won't have to do any of that shit at all. And it's not even December yet. This is the first time that I've mm. been almost this close to being finished before December even hits. So I'm ahead of the game. Mm. That way, I can just focus on doing the stuff that I need to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I did that one year and I told myself I'd make it a habit. Never happened again. But yeah, you know well, what? It's stupid because when I did it, I enjoyed the holiday more because I wasn't in a rush. All yeah, that exactly. shit was done. Yeah. And, I, 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 and it was just over. I, I didn't have any, I, then I could just enjoy the fucking time. I wasn't like, you know, shitting myself over what presents I was going to buy. And then, of course, the closer you get, the crazier the mall is, and everyone's just fucking oh, yeah. like, oh, it's nuts. So you're ahead of the game. You're doing well. I'm ahead of the game. Outside of that, it's just been another week. Another man. week? Another Fantastic. Week. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we got some stuff to talk about, as always, of course. You jump right in on over to that. Some gaming news. Not a lot, but some interesting stuff uh, to, to pick at in here. First up, as one would expect, we actually talked about this uh, either the last podcast or the podcast previously. There were, uh, we knew about Bungie getting lazy, you know, they were laying a bunch of people off. There was some internal stuff going on there. We knew that the expansion was perhaps going to get delayed that was the rumor and with the layoffs it seemed inevitable and sure enough this week we got the official word from bungie they came on down and said all right you know what yes fine the final shape is indeed going to be delayed and it got pushed back to june 4th of 2024 to quote allow for an even bigger and bolder version whatever that means uh, so that's, you know, I, I can't remember what the original release date is, so I don't know how much of a delay that is, but nevertheless, June is a hell of a long way to push that out, so that's a substantial, <clears throat> substantial pushback, I think, in general, and an interesting month, too. Uh, you don't really hear people choosing June as their launch window on pushbacks, normally it's like a March, April kind of a situation, so, uh, do I think that it could possibly get... You can't delay it again? Yes. Yes, I do. There's a non-zero chance that shit gets pushed into the fall of next year or something like that. But we'll see. Maybe they pull it off and they get uh, they get the magic to happen. 
Interesting fun fact tied to this that I discovered this week as well. So, uh, you know, stats tracked for most played video games. Often it ends up being um, the the in vogue multiplayer games at the time or whatever for any given period, obviously, things like Fortnite and whatnot. That being said, you know, you also get the the games we get to see how many people are playing uh, just the, your, your standard run-of-the-mill uh, games as well. But in this instance... Funnily enough, Halo Infinite passed Destiny 2 this past week in the list. No, they're not towards the top, necessarily, but in the, where they are respectively to one another, Halo Infinite passed Destiny 2. Which, I mean, now I know, hey, hey I'll, be, I'll be honest, Halo Infinite, I'm not, com- I'm not calling it like it's full comeback yet, but th- it's like a, it's a slow climb, but they're climbing. It's not fast. It's not like, you know, you blinked and all of a sudden now it's at the top of the chart. But they are slowly, incrementally going in the right direction. Whereas Destiny has been slowly, incrementally going in the wrong direction. And it just so happens that this week the the crossover event, you know, happened. Now, whether or not it stays that way, I don't know. But it does give you an idea of where Destiny 2 is right now as a live service game. Because, as much as I hate to say it... Halo Infinite is not a high bar to cross, so so if Halo Infinite is passing you, that's not particularly you know that you, you go into Monday morning at the office and you had the sit down fucking powwow and the first thing out of the manager's mouth is probably going to be guys what the fuck <laughs> Halo Infinite passed us that's some hurting shit and so you know that's like being out on the fucking highway and you're driving in in Jeff's Mercedes and all of a sudden uh, the ghost from his past drives by and it's his old fucking 92 Honda Civic hatchback it ain't ain't right it's fucked up you're watching it happen you don't believe it's happening but then here you are and that's Halo Infinite coming up in the coming up in the clutch maybe not the version that had the hole in the floor though maybe maybe the one that had just had a solid floor at the very least aerodynamically more sound than it was <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I kind of miss that car. Part of me, me misses too. that car. That car was a fucking character all on its all on its own. Uh, so yeah, that was just an interesting little fun fact as uh, Halo passed uh, passed Destiny Two. I, I hope both games do well because I've played a fair amount of Destiny Two. I'm not a big Destiny Two, Destiny 2 fan, but I having played it, it's one of those games where you go, "There's a god damn it, there's a game in here." It's, there's a lot of bullshit around here that if you, you know, cleaned it up, there's a fucking video game in here, which is not surprising because Bungie, uh, even though it's not the same people that would have made Halo, you know, it's not that old Bungie, but it's still Bungie. They know how to make a game, but it's live service. So there's a lot of bullshit around there. So like, I get it. There's something in there. So I understand why people play it, but, uh, but nevertheless, and the same thing is with Infinite as we've discussed here before, there is a game in there and it's a good one. But my god, did they fuck up just about every other part of that fucking delivery and continue to try and claw themselves back into it. Dragon's Dogma 2, Mr. Black. I'm positive you didn't play Dragon's Dogma 1. I didn't even play Dragon's Dogma 1. Well, that's a lie. I played about an hour and a half of it. Um, I would put it in like the... Remember, remember, so, okay, the Shadow of the Colossus, but then there's, like, Eco, which is the game that came before. Okay, so I would put Dragon's Dogma kind of in the same category of niche as Eco. So, widely, 
revered for the people who played it and even like critically well received, but not a game that broke out and sold bajillions of copies. It was sort of Dark Souls before Dark Souls took off as like, in, when I say Dark Souls, I mean like the genre of like difficult RPG, you know, challenging combat that would kick your ass kind of thing. It was in that neck of the woods. And so it was popular, and it got more popular over time. I think some of that was actually thanks to Dark Souls, because people started looking for, you know, similar experiences after they finished them, and it just so happens that Dragon's Dogma was there. And so uh, it, it got little, little bits of popularity, but then they announced the second one was coming. And I think this is like a perfect time for them, because... Now that it's now that Dark Souls and and the genre that's spun out of it has become mammoth. Now that has broken out in into the fucking mainstream. We're talking thirty million copies type shit, especially with Elden Ring. Perfect time for them. They announced Dragon's Dogma two a, a while back. We just got an hour of gameplay here this week, and it looks fucking fire. It looks fucking fantastic. So, and it's a very unique experience. I don't know if I can articulate it because I didn't play all the way through. However, it is a unique RPG experience where it's an interesting, an interesting combination of Western action RPG with Japanese kind of mechanics and game design merged together. And it's kind of, it's kind of like Western mythology through the eyes of a Japanese writer. So it's really unique in that in that respect, and similar again to to a Dark Souls kind of experience, and it looks so fucking good. And the difference is is that the combat, as good as combat is in like Elden Ring, the combat <laughs> Dragon's Dogma Two looks fucking nutty. And so uh, a lot of people are quite excited about it. I'm even a little. I'm not saying I'm excited. I'm excited for them because like they did, they missed the window with Dragon's Dogma One to really sell a bunch of copies. I think if they hit, if they get this out the door and it's not falling apart at the seams, I think this is going to sell a ton of fucking copies. And it would be nice to get another game in the genre that's not just FromSoft making their own games that's, you know, of a, of a similar quality. And so they, we got that. So it's an hour long. If you haven't seen it already and you're, and you're interested, or if I maybe sold you on it, even though I haven't even played the first game, I might have just sold you on, on looking into it. Dragon's Dogma 2, full hour on display with the devs walking through a bunch of stuff. You go check it out. And uh, they dropped the release dates, March 22nd, so it's not that far away. In my head, March 22nd's a long way away, and then I forgot tomorrow's December. Mm. <laughs> and so it's really it's really not that far away. Uh, and so there you have it. So you're gonna have a little bit of uh, a little bit of that to look forward to. And I know it's just fun watching, it's it's fun to see because now Dragon's Dogma is being talked about by everyone instead of just a small little uh group of uh of of enjoyers uh but yeah i think even you know what you it might be something that, that grabs you by the balls i don't know you mm. might want to you might want to take a look at it yourself mr black for like you know when you're looking for games that either you play offline or or it's the one game that you play on stream that uh you know that, that isn't anything else it might it might be something to look into Having apparently, oh, this is my this is my favorite one of the week, Mister Black. You know what? Other than looking into Star uh, Star Citizen's money, which is, as we all know, one of my favorite things to do. We're not doing that today. We got to give them some more time. Christmas season's coming. You fucking know. Before oh, yeah. we go away on vacation, we're checking in, 
and then we're going to mm. check in. When we get back, we're going to see how they do in the Christmas season for sure. So we're not doing it today. However, my second favorite thing as of late is shitting on Starfield. It's a great fucking pastime of mine. I love it. It's an entertaining thing. It's cathartic. Uh, and so we're going to do a little bit more of that today. And they're giving us an easy avenue, Mr. Black, because having apparently learned absolutely nothing from their Fallout 76 days, uh, and there was a lot of learning, you know, there was a lot of points in which they should be learning about shit. I'm sure you remember how bad it was. There was a lot of bad things going on with 76's release. In fact, I'm going to say everything went wrong. I don't think a single thing went right in Fallout 76's release. And so, they had a lot of things they could have taken away, learning points. They threw all that shit out there, they said, fuck that shit. We did everything right. And so we're gonna continue on, we're gonna pretend that none of that happened. Because this week, months after the release of Starfield, it's not even like it's close to the launch date at this point, this is months after the release. People have started to realize this game's not all that hot. And if you've watched the Steam reviews, in terms of the user reviews, it has trended down steadily into, I think it finally, it's into the mix now. It might have got a small bump because they, they put the game on sale, so they got like a little, a little bump during the sales period. But it dropped into the mix, which means I think like a, a huge percentage of that point we're going, nah, this ain't it. And Starfield having mixed reviews is not something Bethesda wants to have, of course. I mean, fuck, this is the first new IP they've done in 20-something years. they got to be able to show up. And so after that, you know what they thought the best idea was, apparently, Mr. Black? Wasn't to actually make the game better. Fuck that. What we need to do is we need to convince everyone that they're wrong. Their opinions on our game are wrong. They're playing it wrong. They're thinking about it wrong. They are wrong. We are right because we are Bethesda and Todd Howard is our leader. And so they, a couple of devs have gone in to Steam reviews and have been responding to reviews on Steam, which, if I just said that sentence alone, is already fucking insane. Now, it's not to say that there isn't precedent for devs to go on Steam and, re and respond to reviews, but typically, you'd see it, if it was like, there's a, there was a big bug that was at launch, and it really soured this person's experience, and when they wrote the review, they, you know, they, they were like, this bug, fuck, they, oh, it shattered my save file, but whatever. And so normally, a, a dev would go in and go, hey, so sorry that happened, I, like, like, we understand, uh, but as of this date, we, I, that bug is patched. So, and they do that so that if other people are reading the review, they at least know, hey, yes, it was a problem at launch, but now this bug is patched. That's sensible. I don't think anyone's going to get mad at a dev for doing shit like that. That makes sense. That being said, that is not what Bethesda was doing here. So, let me pull up a couple of the of the real fun ones here. You could there there there's a I mean if you want to have like a little pastime, you know, you're on your lunch break at work and if you're not already just listening to this and you'll hear a couple of them, just head on over to the Steam page for Starfield and have yourself a little perusal of some of these cuz some of them are bangers, let me tell you. So, I'll read some of these. So, just to just to be just to be clear, I'll read the full first one, because the bottom half of every one of these responses are identical. They copied and pasted. And then the thing that changes is like a one, like a one paragraph thing that's specific to whatever review they're responding to. And the last thing I'll say before I read this is that these are being put on, a lot of these are being put on reviews. They aren't people that like played this game for two hours and then refunded it on Steam. Some of these motherfuckers, like, there's, like, uh, reviews, 900 hours. <laughs> like, they, 
They didn't play the game and go and form an opinion in two hours and then go on Steam and be like, meh, fucking meh. They, some of these people play for damn near a thousand hours, which is torturous in my mind, and then wrote a review and got responded to by the devs. So here's, here's the first one. Hi there. Thank you for taking the time to provide your review, and we are sorry to hear that you were disappointed with, in, uh, with encountering many loading screens while playing. Which is true, I mean, the game is 98% loading, even if they're quick, there's, it's basically loading screens. While there may be loading screens in between fast traveling, just consider the amount of data for the expansive gameplay that is procedurally generated to load flawlessly in under three seconds. We believe that short- that- we believe that shortcoming will not hinder our players from getting lost in the world we created. And then there's a giant paragraph of boilerplate that says, Starfield is an RPG with hundreds of hours of quests to complete and characters to meet. Most quests will also vary on your character skills and decisions, massively changing the outcome of your playthrough. By the way, that's horseshit. As somebody who's played the game, they're literally lying in that sentence. Try creating different characters with backgrounds and characteristics that clash or are opposite of your previous character. You will feel like you are playing a totally different game. No, no, no you, you will not. That's bullshit. <laughs> Put points in different skills from a character you've previously created, and you are now faced with completely different decisions to make and difficulties to encounter. No, no, you are not. There are so many layers to Starfield. There's one, actually. It's a single, it's not, it's, it's a single layer, and it's on the ground. There are so many layers to Starfield that you will find things that you've never knew were possible until, uh, after playing for hundreds of hours. Even after completing the main story, your adventure doesn't end. You can continue on to New Game Plus to keep exploring Starfield and all that is out there. You can send further feedback, blah, 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 blah. So that bottom part, I won't have to repeat, because that's on, like, pretty much every one of these messages. So this was somebody in the review that was talking about all the loading screens, and their response was, yeah, but just think about what that loading screen is doing. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. If the result is they have to sit in front of, like, a thousand loading screens, they don't care why they're sitting in, in front of a thousand loading screens. It's that they're sitting in front of a thousand loading screens. And... It really hurts your, it really hurts your, your case when there are games that do more or less what this game does, but better with less loading screens. It kind of hurts your case when you start to try and say, yeah, but think about just how much amazing shit is low, which by the way, there's like nothing. It's not loading fucking like anything 99% of the time. Next one. <laughs> we are sorry that you did not like the landing on different planets and are finding many of them empty. Okay, so conceptually you can understand that this review talked about the fact that most of the planets that you land on, literally nothing on them. I mean, bro, empty. I called this out before the game even came out. Empty. Um, I, we're on record. Like I, <laughs> I already said I already have a feeling I know how this is going to go. Todd Howard said a thousand planets. I said, word? Mmm. <laughs> We are sorry that you do not like landing on different planets and are finding many of them empty. Some of Starfield's planets are meant to be empty by design, but that's not boring. Oh, it gets better. And this is a quote that they have in here, this next sentence. Quote, When the astronauts went to the moon, 
There was nothing there. They certainly weren't bored. <laughs> what a compelling wow. argument! What a rebuttal. What are you supposed to say to that? I mean, who okay. shit? <laughs> I, I have I have two I have two rebuttals to that. Okay. Number one number yeah. one is they were on the actual moon. They were actually on the Okay. Moon. <laughs> uh, which, you know, let's be real, would be a life changing experience. More, you know, you you're standing on the moon, you look at real earth, and you're like, whoa. What? You're having a complete what is this? Like what is out life, of body right? experience. Okay, so for one, I don't think that there's really anything on the planet Earth that, that you could do yeah, yeah. that would be as impactful as standing on the moon and looking at the Earth. Okay, that's number one. Number two, and this is the big one, I don't actually think astronauts went to the moon to begin with. So, you know, I... At Why did you of, have to of, say that out loud? Bro, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, kind of hard to have fun if you weren't actually at the moon. Uh, imagine comparing playing your game to walking on the moon. Just briefly, imagine. They, did, they were having a good time. He lost the argument. Like he, you, you, I don't know what even possessed this individual. That was a quote, by the way. You know who who he's quoting? No, Todd Howard. Oh, man. Which tells you exactly where this company is going. They, I think, this is why I'm, like, after I, have, I, I, now I know for certain Elder Scrolls 6 is totally fucked. Because they, they're, we're, they're clearly a company now, as a whole, the culture there is, they're right, everyone else is wrong, and that's, that's it. Nobody else is insano mode enough to have employees. Now, worst case, or best case scenario, it hasn't happened yet, and this has been out here for a while now. You know, this, this, this response was from November 2nd. It's been a month. I haven't seen an official statement from Bethesda or anything to come out and say, you know what, this is an employee that went off the rails. They weren't supposed to do this shit. Which, I mean, what else are you supposed to do on 990 barren planets? Like, if your argument is... Well, the astronauts went to the moon and there was nothing there. They certainly weren't bored. Bro. <laughs> you're sitting on your fucking sofa or you're sitting on a computer chair playing Starfield. It's or just nothing. I mean, dude, is that guy fucking mental? I think I think so. I mean, yes. Yes. I think so. The guy is actually slow, dude. He's I actually think, slow. I stick think so. to stick to making your games, all right? Do not be PR because this ain't working, bro. This ain't and, this ain't working. And for the final one, I should have saved that one for last because that's my favorite by far. Comparing comparing going to the moon in the game to comparing to uh, like bro. actually physically being on the moon was dude, was a meme crazy. for the ages, but so. That's crazy <laughs> talk. Here's the That's next one. Insane talk. It, 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 it is. It like, is. What the fuck? 
You mean to tell me somebody strapping themselves to a fucking jet, a rocket, a, a, an actual rocket, and firing themselves through the atmosphere, going to the moon, and being the only people to ever been on the moon, ever, in human history. Imagine just looking back at Earth and knowing no, that I can't. all no, the I history can't. that's ever happened is there. right there. Yeah. In that you moment. You can cover it with your thumb. Yeah, You're yeah. Like, that's that would, crazy. Dude, that would fuck me up for the that rest of my even, life. Yeah, that's not even, that's not <laughs> even excitement. That's like a whole profound, you know, you do not, any of those feelings are not even remotely in no. the same. No, no. That it, you can't. No. Bro, it's like, it's, it's so far from reality that like you know dude this game isn't that realistic man of course you not you could have been it, you could have been in one of those racing simu sims yeah, yeah. Like you, with the cars except that you could be on a rocket ship strapped in full-blown suit everything your chair rumbles you got g-force <laughs> hitting you i mean you could be you know, and it's you still be, not going to get you there. It wouldn't even be remotely close to being on the actual moon. Like, uh, dude, I don't even know how you could type that out and put that put that in there for for real. I, for real, that's well, crazy talk. That, that's why. That's how I know. I know they're done. They're, they're done. They're it's all, over they're there. Gone. They they're think gone. that, that actually, they think that everything they do is correct. Everyone yeah. else is wrong. They're literally going into reviews of people that played their game for yeah. hundreds of hours to tell them that yeah. they're wrong about their, their opinions. Oh, well, you know what? You know what that is? Whatever dev this is, I don't know if they're paid to do this or this guy's just fucking. Well, that's what I'm saying. They haven't come out, like, out of his mind at said home, anything. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm just, you know what? I'm, I'm on drugs right now and I'm, I need. I need an outlet. And he's going to go there and he's just <laughs> going to fucking the, have a... He literally said that out loud to himself. He yes. said, I'm on drugs right now. I'm and on I drugs right now. I need an and outlet. And I need an outlet. So I'm going to go to Steam Reviews and let these guys know because I worked on this game. <laughs> and I also intimately know what it's like to be on the moon. And I'm telling I'm there you right, right now, now. bro. I, because I'm <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there I for three days now and I haven't come down. Fucking gone. <laughs> He's a fucking alien. He is, oh, he is shit. gone. Dude, that guy is crazy as hell. Oh, shit. He should be fired. He should actually be fired. I, if, probably. If I ran that shit, I'd have been like, dude, you're fired. <laughs> you're, gone. you're gone. You're gone. This tweet's got three, th over three million views, but Bro. you're gone. You done fucked up. I don't Bro, know. There I'm is a you to rehab. A you're field. High. Fuck this video. This tweet. There is a field Bruh. of YouTube videos. Bruh. Everyone has covered this shit. Bruh. And that's why I said it's been a month, and Bethesda hasn't said anything. So I'm like, well, clearly they okayed this. They had to have. They're nuts. Well, if they had to have, they need to pretend they didn't. And this yes. guy needs to be a martyr. He needs yeah. to go. 100%. He needs to go. Yeah. They need to come out and say, guys, all right, this game is not like being on the actual moon, okay? <laughs> um, that guy, he's in rehab. We're pay we paid for it. <laughs> he's gone, okay? He's gone. Oh, oh. That's, oh, that's funny. That's crazy talk, dude. Oh. So here's the last one. Here's the last one. No, I, there's you more. can't you can't follow you can't follow Oh, there's more than this. There's a ton on the Steam oh, page. I'm, sure. I'm just But this is the last one. It said you can fly. 
You can shoot! You can mine! You can loot! He's dropping bars, bud. <laughs> it sounded like a fucking... Like so the like Christmas carol from the so Grinch. Like a Dr. Seuss. Yeah, like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Uh, Starfield is an RPG with hundreds of hours of quests to complete and characters to meet. Most yeah. quests, actually, you meet like 90% of the characters in the first hour and a half of the game, and then it's just kind of sparse from there on out. Most quests will also vary on your character skills and decisions. They won't. Massively changing the outcome of your playthrough. They won't. Try creating different characters with backgrounds and characteristics. No. Always saying the same shit. Don't do it. Uh, you will feel like you're playing a totally different game. You won't. No, you won't. <laughs> Put points in different skills. You'll see Don't. the same cutscenes. You'll same do the same thing. things. There ain't nothing same changing, game. bud. Nothing you, changes. Listen, these guys, these guys, this this guy, is it the same guy or is this a different dev? This all, I think this is all the same dev. Oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Kraken. Oh, there's multiple the people on Kraken, drugs. Falco, oh, Yamaoka. Oh, 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 there's two is from ones. Falco, Yamaoka, and the other one is... Okay, but, is but Yamaoka's some other the guy on actual drugs. Uh, Yamaoka's the, the guy here, that that's quoting that. Todd Howard, who is clearly uh, on drugs. Todd when Howard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck, no. I'm sorry. I'm... No. No. I, I was in such disbelief it's, when I saw that. When over. I saw that, I was like, I, I, when I saw over. when I saw that show, I went, "Wait, hold." I'm sorry. Did Adam, you just say that? Because when I saw Bethesda, this, no, they're done. It, it's done. It's they're done. dead. It's done. They're dead. It's over. You want you want me to let you know that there's a chance that they could even be more than dead? It's a rumor, but you want to let me follow this shit up? Here's the follow up for this week. There was a, a an update that went out to start uh, for uh, to Skyrim this week just happened uh, on the 29th and based on some information gleaned from this update there's a chance still rumor but knowing what we know it seems like at least part of this is likely to happen if not now in the not too distant future that There are some rumors that are, an update to Skyrim was pushed out this week that hints at Bethesda trying to go down the road of a mod marketplace again. Whereby, they can have mods cost money for use and possibly lock current mods to versions of Skyrim uh, or lock them out if they're not uh, compatible with this new uh, version of Skyrim post this update uh, without players having some sort of other workarounds. Now you could... Maybe try to like spoof the you know the exe file and shit uh, people have done in the past, but but nevertheless, there you go. So that's the current that's the current spot on this. I think this is I have this in notes. I think this is probably partially true. I ha you have to imagine. And I I don't think this is new. I would imagine that at this point we're probably like half a decade or more deep on Bethesda looking at the mod, you know, the modding community for their games and going, now oh, this is great. They're basically carrying us in the long term. The long tail sales, long term sales, long tail revenue from the games that we get of people rebuying these games because of the modding community is fucking huge. We're selling so many extra copies from this shit. But what if we tried to actually make more money off of that? And somebody said, yeah, word, what do you got? What if we actually made the mods have to go through a marketplace that was, that was run by us and then we take a portion and we can say it's great for the creators because they're going to get some money for their shit. And we get to take a cut off the top. 
And I'm sure they went, all right, well, how do we do that without fucking everything going nuclear? And they've been probably trying to cook up some shit now for years. Where's our inroads? How can we make this happen? So if this isn't happening now, I promise you, 100%, it's coming. It's coming. And it's coming because they know that over the next five years, people are going to be modding the fuck out of Starfield. Out of midfield. Yep. To make it Starfield. And going back to and, and going back to Skyrim. And going back to Skyrim. It's hundred <laughs> percent. And they're gonna go, you know what? There's money to be made. Let's go make that money. And then the consumers are gonna go, suck my dick. You done fucked up. So you mean to tell me you make midfield, you have everyday people fixing your game and making it playable, but then you want us to pay for them fixing your game and making it playable when you just haven't done it in the first place. And you don't, you're not paying them. You're not paying they're, them. They're, they're doing they're all this gonna work. They're just going to get a cut from their own. You're, they're going to give you. Bro. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? Hey, Godspeed. Hey, I'm so happy I'm not a Bethesda fanboy. I'm so happy I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I really don't. I want to see them fail, though. I really do. If I'm being honest, I want to see I, this I, game I, crash and burn. And I I want, I, the yeah. reason why I want it to burn, and it's burning. Don't, don't it, it's burning. It it's is burning, burning already. It's yes, burning. Yeah, it's burning. Yeah. But the reason why is because I want them to learn a tough, hard lesson, so that when they go around and they make Skyrim or the next Elder Scrolls. That they go, we cannot do what we did for midfield. We can't. Because if we do, we're fucked. We're actually fucked. Because if they fuck up an Elder Scrolls game. Done. Oh, you're you're done done. Like, you're actually done. It's so you, over. You know what's really funny about you saying that? Is that what you're describing, no joke, as a Bethesda fan myself. What you're describing is their exact position just before they made Morrowind. This is the exact, that you're describing the exact scenario. Todd Howard headed up a game that came out before Morrowind. It was his first where he was the project lead. And it bombed. Horribly. And uh, made like no money at all. And it put them in financial dire straits, Bethesda as a company. They, um, they then had, they, they, they then sat down and said, all right, well, we've got to, this next game, we have to go big. We have to go all out. Because if we don't, it's over. We got no choice. We got to knock mm. this next one out of the park. And you know what that game ended up being? Oblivion. The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Oh, Morrowind. Yeah, Morrowind. Mm. Which ended up being by far their best-selling game until they hit fucking, you know, until modern consoles took off. It saved them financially, and it set them up to then go ahead and do Oblivion as they did. But right before Morrowind, they were literally about to like like they were done. They had no money left. The team was we're almost, tiny. We're almost there again, bro. Because now, I mean, think about the amount of money that's going to go into making Elder Scrolls Six. Huge, right? Huge, massive money. Yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. I'm sure massive money went into midfield. Massive. Mm -hmm. Now this one, this one is going to be even more. I mean, this they they have they and they know. Like Skyrim is their like fucking 
white swan. Like that thing has had legs on legs on legs. That shit is a six foot seven volleyball player <laughs> with a fat ass, long blonde hair or brunette, whatever you like. And has been getting community driven plastic surgery for the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's literally what that is and if they need another one of those star players they need that shit to come out because midfield bro when you've got your devs telling people on steam reviews steam reviews that bitch you think that the astronauts on the moon was bored are you fucking high bro your argument ain't valid, man, because the real people on the moon, <laughs> they were having a black, and we recreated that, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, that's like that's like going that's like going to somebody No, it's not even that bad. I was gonna make the analogy of like you going to um, I don't know, a fucking death metal concert. Mm. You're going to a death metal concert and you do not like death metal. Mm. Right? Yeah. But you're going. Because your friend said, you know, this is my, this is what I really want. You're like, all right, friend, mm. I'll be a friend and I'll go. I'm getting you in go the pit. There, you know, people are just going fucking nuts. There's nothing but screaming. Your eardrums are bleeding. There isn't a single black person in the venue. You feel <laughs> out of place. It, it, people are just punching each other to punch each other. <laughs> and you just, you just don't feel safe. And it's noisy and it's loud and you don't know a single <laughs> lyric. You thought mumble rap was bad? <laughs> Try it. You know, you do that. And then you come home and you leave a review and you say, you know what? I went there. This shit was loud as fuck. I did not enjoy myself. There wasn't a single black person there. <laughs> I just felt out of out of place. And then, you know, some one of the band members or some not even a band member, somebody behind the scenes that like fucking picked up the mic cords at the end of the fucking at the end of the show. <laughs> came on to the review and said, bitch, do you know how many motherfuckers love having their ears bleed? Do you know how many racist people hate black folk? Wait, where did the, where, where did the racism thing come in? Because they don't want to see no black people there. You're not meant to, you're where not is meant this to be going? I don't know where it's going, but I'm going with it. <laughs> every every death metal fan in the chat right now is going, Can't, why am I catching strays? <laughs> why am I taking heat? Just... Oh, Improvising, all right? Leave me alone. I'm not saying they're racist, all right? But I'm saying... What I'm saying is, bitch, you don't uh, go to a death metal band to see other black folk there. That's there fair. Black people going to death metal concerts. That's fair. That's fair. All right. It's like going to a Cat Williams show expecting a white person to be in the audience. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When I was in Vegas there last, I told you about this. I, I was in the fucking uh, Park MGM and Usher yes. was doing a concert. And all of a sudden, every black person in Las Vegas came, came out. out of two doors. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck? Where did... Where have you all been? What the hell? Have I got a first class ticket to Africa? There is so many black people here. I have not a... I think I saw two white people in there, and they had at least 25% black in them. They came out. <laughs> it's the same thing. 
Oh, shit. I'm I get done. you. That's yeah, good. I, 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 it was okay. an interesting road. It was an interesting journey. I like the journey. Well, we got there. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good luck. Oh, shit. Good. Yeah, good luck. Godspeed. Uh, we've seen many games caught in development hell over the years, Mr. Black, but uh, one of the more recent and brutal examples is Beyond Good and Evil 2, which was first announced in 2008. Mm. That was pre-social media 2.0. That's how long that shit's been. This was in the good times. Well, not good times financially, because in 2008, the world fucking got shit on... Well, North America got shit on particularly hard. That was the fur, you know, the major economic collapse in 2008. But everything else was great! The bubble. Bubble burst. The housing market just went to shit. Yeah. Because of predatorial banks. As it turns out, just handing out uh, handing out loans and shit like candy? Oh, that, probably a bad idea. You make $12,000 a year? Here's an $800,000 mortgage. <laughs> You'll okay. be okay. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Do you need my pay stubs or anything? No, 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 no. no, no. Just sign here. Oh, slow down. Sign Paperwork here. is expensive. Slow down. Paperwork? Come on, man. Just take my money. I'm going to hand it out for free. Uh, but other than that, that was a good time. 2008 was fantastic. Uh, that being said, that's what they announced Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, and then, of course, we, we it famously went many years with, like, no information about it. And then another trailer came out at some gaming event. I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head now. And, and, uh, and then it went away again. And it's been away. And now here we are going into 2024, and we still haven't heard anything about it. However, Ubisoft came out and said, well, coincidentally, Beyond Good and Evil 1, its 20th anniversary, is coming up. And we're celebrating it with a, uh, a remake, remaster, 4K60, all the bells and whistles, going to be getting an updated control scheme, uh, you know, autosave stuff that it didn't have back in the day, lots of quality of life stuff. So they did that, and they did, so they announced all this, and everyone was like waiting, they were like, okay, well, they're announcing this, clearly, we're going to get some sort of information about Beyond Good and Evil 2. No, you're not. They didn't even mention that shit. They didn't speak about it. You bring it up, you Ubisoft go, you know, Eskimo at Ubisoft every time he hears somebody say, hey, 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 beyond good, what? Sorry, I didn't hear you. What was oh, that remake? Re what? Assassin's Creed? Yeah, we're doing that. Like five of them. Beyond good and Assassin's Creed? Yes, that's a game. It's coming. Literally anything but Beyond Good and Evil 2. So, there you go. It's a double a double whammy. On the one side, great. A classic game that a lot of people enjoyed. Getting a remaster, you can go back and play it again. Hopefully they don't charge 70 fucking dollars for it. That would be a travesty. Downside, still no news about the sequel that was announced 14 years ago. Nearly. It's crazy. Um, let me see here. Where, where am I in my list? Ah, yes. Netflix continues to inch its way into the gaming market, and they're crawling in, which I think is a good a good approach. You know, they're not overextending themselves. Uh, but they're continuing to inch their way into the gaming market as it announced this week that it's bringing the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy remaster to their gaming service on the App Store, Google Play, 
and the Netflix mobile app as of December 14th. So, uh, it's now the trilogy was ironically not the best received thing in the world. It was broken as shit. Rockstar had to go back in after and and basically redo it themselves. If you will remember that uh, that Gong show it was a, a rare misstep, and it was mostly a misstep because you know I, I got a feel for for Rockstar because when Rockstar puts out a product, you just immediately assume. It's going to be fucking god tier. Because it almost always exclusively is. The problem is, is that they handed this off to somebody else. And it went horribly wrong. And then when when it it got put out and everyone blasted them for it, you know internally, somebody said, See? I told you we should have just fucking did this ourselves. Now, at this point, it's been fixed relatively well. I don't know the exact state of it. I know it's a hell of a lot better than it was at launch. And so, uh, I'm sure Netflix is not, you know, bringing this on, you know, if it's going to be gimped. Uh, but, uh, there you go. For the five people playing games on Netflix. Got a couple more games. Add to your, your inventory. Uh, with the Game Awards coming up next week. Of course it's a Thursday, Jeff. Because nothing in this industry can happen on any of the other six days in a week. It has to be Thursday. Every fucking time. Thankfully, it's after the podcast long enough where I'll be able to do the podcast with you, edit and upload it, and then sit down and be ready for the Game Awards when it does happen. Uh, But it is next Thursday, and with that, Microsoft announced that it will actually have something, uh, or a few things at least, to show at this year's event, because last year, famously, they dipped on it entirely. Didn't have a damn thing, which lots of people blasted them for, because like 2022, Microsoft had nothing to show. And I don't mean at the Game Awards, I mean they literally did not release anything in like 2022. It was a dead year for the console. And so when they went out and had nothing at the Game Awards, the people were like, why, do I, why did I buy this console? What are we fucking doing over here? They will have something this year. Now what that is, God only fucking knows. But we're going to find out in not too distant future, a week from today. Uh, and that is the gaming news, Mr. Black, which means it's time to sell out. Tell the fine folks at home how they keep themselves safe. Well, first, you can go to patreon.com slash lag TV and throw some money at the screen. It can be as little as a dollar, all the way up to however much you want. If not, that's okay. You can support us also by grabbing NordVPN, getting yourself a VPN subscription. Stay safe, stay anonymous when you're on the internet. Watch different regions of Netflix and other streaming services at the click of a button. Mm. You can use it on your phone, talking your Mac. Or your your iOS, your Android, you can use it on your Mac, you can use it on a PC, laptop, you can hook it directly up to your router, smart TV, I mean, you name it, you can pretty much hook it up to just about anything. No coding required, it is literally point and click, that's it. You want to you wanna mask your IP to UK? Click. You want to mask it to Australia? Click. You want to mask it to Africa? Click. You want to mask it to Canada? Click. US? Click. Anything? You're good to go. You can stream on these servers, game on them, stream and game at the same time. I use my NordVPN every day. Maybe um, there are just certain websites that you don't want to be tracked. Use NordVPN. Nobody needs to know your fucking business except you. Mm. Period. Your ISP provider don't need to know. Your spouse... Probably should know, but hey, in case they don't, they don't need to know. Jesus himself doesn't need to know. All right? It's your business, what you're doing on the internet. 
So stop letting these internet thieves take your information, collect them cookies, give you all kinds of stupid ads that just pop up out of nowhere, infect your PC, steal your private information, put a stop to it. And here's the good news. It costs less than half a cup of coffee at Starbucks. That thing that Adam's drinking right now probably cost him seven bucks. Cost cost M seven dollars. Probably cost M seven bucks. <laughs> NordVPN is a few dollars a month. And when you use the promo code OTT, you get four extra months on top of that, bringing your average price down even more. Listen, if you can afford to grab something at Starbucks or at McDonald's or wherever you're getting your coffee or wherever, Tim Hortons, I don't know. Grab NordVPN. People just think a VPN service is simply just to have anonymity on the internet. That's a big part of it. But the other part is staying safe. Masking that IP so that you can unlock parts of the internet you ever watch something on twitter oh it's region blog you can't show this shit in your country well with nord vp vpn you can <laughs> oh which countries are you allowing to watch this content oh it's only available in norway no problem <laughs> i'm norwegian the Nor- now those- <laughs> there it is the norwegians i had to do it i had to do it i had to do it click of a button Master IP, (laughs) and next thing you know it, the content is unlocked. Guys, Nord has been a big supporter of our channel. Also, if you do grab that subscription using the promo code OTT, take a screenshot and send that over along with a StarCraft II replay of your choice under 30 minutes. We're talking will cheese fail, normal ass normal game, uh, 2v2, I don't care. I really don't care. I mean, you could you could send a video of, of you playing an AI for all I care. We will cast it. We might make fun of it, but we will cast it. Chances are we will make fun of it. It's what we do. But we will guaranteed get you a cast if you support the sponsor. So head on over there to nordvpn.com slash OTT. I don't know why I'm doing all of that all of a sudden, but I'm doing Conductors. it. Conductors. All right. Go on over there, go into the description below, click on the link, <laughs> grab that, you can use up to six simultaneous devices, and if you don't like the service for whatever reason, within 30 days, get your money back, full refund, no questions asked. That's it. Beautiful. Hit them up. Beautiful. And now it's time for... Movies and TV! In a continued wave of live-action anime... Metallic headband enjoyers rejoice because Naruto is getting a live action movie. It's finally happening. Now we can see people in real life, not just on the streets of San Francisco. (laughs) Running with their arms. Bro, we went to high school with some headband enjoyers, didn't we? Oh, for sure. That was a thing. It's a couple of guys that literally had the headband, like metal, the whole nine yards, uh, trench coat from top to bottom. Oh, yeah. What's what, what the fuck was with the... Twi- I mean, it's part of it was the Matrix, I get it. 
people latched onto the Matrix attire and then just never let it fucking go. But this was like, you know, it was 2006, 2007, and you'd see like a dude with a, with a Naruto headband, and then he'd be head to toe in like a leather, like, and it's, no, here's the thing. I mean, we went to school in basically more or less the hood. And so anyone that had a trench coat that was actual leather from head to fucking toe spent some money on that jacket. Oh, yeah. And the craziest part, I mean, not, not the fact that they were wearing this combo, this attire, because, you know, you do you. But what scares me is when it's the summer and they're still wearing the <laughs> yeah, full trench, top they, they to bottom, all oh, black. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. I don't know how. Bro, I died. I get hot looking at it. It's a way of life, Adam. It is. It is true. It is a way of life. It's very true. It's a thing. But there you go. Live action. Now, if it follows the trend. Nobody fucked the, with them either. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how do you fuck with somebody that wears that shit? It because like you got to fuck with Okay. Yeah, it's either okay, they've got some shit inside that. Yes. Or they're batshit crazy. Or both. Or both. So you never you just don't risk it. I mean, are you really going to jump a dude that that that's wearing a fucking headband and has got a long leather jacket? In are July? you really gonna in July? <laughs> or is that the guy? Is that the guy you want to take a chance on? You're not targeting that. No, fuck that, bro. No, that's a that's a repellent. That shit's like <laughs> that shit's like buying one of them things I got in my backyard for the for the mosquitoes to like fucking fuck off. Yeah, you you get one of the machines there and it's got this like blue light that I don't know and I don't it's got like a scent or something they they just fuck off. That's exactly what that is. You wear that shit and people are like, nah, nah. Not that one. No, not that one. No chance. You just don't fuck with them. It's it's kind of no. it's, it's like when you you know guys talk about going to prison, and they have to put on a persona. You know that you gotta you gotta like you, you gotta almost act like you're insane. You have to act insane because then you have to like you have to have people assume that if they do choose to come at you, that there's a good chance that that they're you know they're gonna it fuck gonna you work up out for you as yeah, hard as you might fuck them up. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a dude, I can't remember what documentary it was from the, from the watch, but there was a dude who talked to him in his prison time, and he had a, na- a nickname, his nickname was Crazy Something or fucking something, and it was something along those lines. And he talked about, when he went there, uh, he, he ended up getting in some trouble with one of the gangs, and they, he knew they were, you know, they were coming for him, uh, when, when, you know, the end of the, end of, you know, lockdown, fuck, whatever, they open up, the dude was coming. So... He went to the guy he worked, you know, they have, they have jobs or whatever, where they work for like five cents a fucking day or whatever the fuck. And his was in the machine shop. Legal slave labor. Yes. Which is insane to me. It's actually insane. Um, but you know, you got, know, your license plates, they made in prison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he had the guy fashion him a couple of fucking blades in the machine shop. And I thought to myself, oh, okay, I mean, that's smart. You get some, you know, there's shivs and then there's shit you get out of a machine shop. That's a, that's a weapon now. Yeah. But he, that wasn't what it was. They were like f- forearm length blades that he taped to himself and to his shins so that the guys, when they jumped them, couldn't strip him of his weapons. And anywhere mm. they came at him, he was oh. doing damage. So he oh. said when they came, when they started to come, come to the cell, he was on the second floor, whatever the fuck they were coming up the stairs. He said, I met them halfway, st- taped up with fucking blades and shit and come just on, screaming, bitch. screaming, yeah. yelling. 
That's that's what you gotta like. That's a, it's a repellent. Now his is a definite repellent. You gotta do got some shit taped yeah. to him. Go home. You know, don't, don't. It's not worth it anymore. Go home. Go back to yourself. This ain't it. To, no, ain't you it. get fucked up. You get fucked up. We're both gonna get fucked up. You're gonna get fucked up real bad. Real bad. Yeah, you're yeah. not getting out of this for free. It's gonna cost it's like you a, something. It's like uh, it's like attacking a fucking um, uh, a porcupine. Yeah, like you're you're Come gonna technically me, win, but you're gonna lose. You're gonna win, but you're gonna get fucked up. <laughs> you're going to the hospital. <laughs> you're going. <laughs> You thought uh, this was going to be easy. You thought you and your homeboys were going to come in here, beat the shit out of me, fuck my ass. Nah, not, bro. Not catching. You not ain't catching. doing any of that. You ain't doing any of that. Crazy. But yeah, it's like that. You know, you wear a trench coat in July. I ain't going near you. Especially if it's leather. No chance. Uh, if Bethesda's shitting the bed with their games, and they are, as we just discussed... Uh, there may be a small hope for them in the in the form of the Fallout series headed uh, by the creator of the popular Westworld. Vanity Fair got a first look at it, and uh, I, I took a look at the link there earlier today just to, to take a look. They got some behind-the-scenes pictures and stuff like that. And I have to be, I gotta be honest, seeing the behind-the-scenes pictures and then knowing that the guy that did Westworld's attached to it, I gotta keep it 100. This might actually be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems to be of all of the like game to movie or TV show adaptations, this is like the closest thing to like an almost one to one. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel like they do with so many of these properties. They've even got like they've even got like the Vault Boy is in this, and they have a backstory for why Vault Boy is a thing. Uh, all of the power armor looks identical to the games. All like all that shit that's in the, all so. And, and it doesn't look cheap. And you'll see that when you look at it. Because you, you could do power armor, and it could look cheap as fuck. It could look like cosplay. This looks better than I would have expected it to look, in all honesty. I was expecting cosplay like Comic-Con, like some of the other shows we've had. And it, it definitely looks better than that. And so, uh, you know, given, given who's running the show, there's a good chance that this actually ends up being a, a good production. Which is great, because uh, I think everyone, even if it's a Bethesda property, is tired of seeing video games uh, being brought to the movie screen and, and, and with TV shows and having them be, you know, unwashed ass. Now, the Last of Us it was well received, but I mean, the list of good versus bad here... Heavily tipped in one direction, and it ain't the good direction. Uh, and so, you know, it'll be nice to see if this could come out and actually be good. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there's it's setting it up for a lot of success. You get Westworld guy at it. I mean, that by itself is enough to get me to go, okay, there's hope. It can be done. You know, they don't have like Uwe Boll making his 97th fucking uh, video game adaptation out of spite for the video game community. You know, we've gotten past that era, thankfully. Uh, and that's all I've got in the movies and TV. Do you got anything else that's uh, that cropped up? I think James Cameron uh, said that uh, the next Avatar is still on track for its release. I think people were querying him about that after the strike, if it had, like, delayed and all well, the release. Filmed, they had already filmed, to my knowledge, they had already filmed like the, the whole vast, thing? vast majority. I think they had, like, 10%. Oh, okay. Left to film. Oh, okay. Um, when the lockdowns happened, right? So, or I guess towards the end of the lockdowns, because I still think they were they were filming a little bit because they're very secluded, right? It's just like a they're in a fucking small studio somewhere and tanks yeah, yeah. of water. 
Um, but I'm pretty sure the the next one was pretty much done. So I'm I would imagine that they're I'm pretty sure like when this last one came out, they were still in post for the next one. Oh, okay. So they filmed both and then did po- yeah. like all the post for the first. And then yeah. as the first was coming out, they were flipping over into post for the, the follow up. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I don't, I don't really think I had, uh, I don't think I had anything that I, I watched this week that was new and exciting. I, I haven't watched really much of anything. Kayla's got like this new video game for the Switch. She's been playing a shit ton. Really? What game? And, is it? Uh, fuck, man, I forget the name of it. It's kind of like um, um, it's a whole bunch of uh different worlds, like okay. um, a whole bunch of different IPs, almost almost kind of like uh Kingdom Hearts, but not okay. Kingdom Hearts. What would that? There's be? There's a bunch of different uh different like video game worlds that you that okay you're, you're part of. It's a game that I guess technically isn't released yet, but then they did like a pre-release. Like a special oh, okay. version that you can yeah. go and buy. And she's been she's been grinding that every night. Fuck. So fuck me, that doesn't even ring any bills. I, I, that sounds like something that would be easy to for. Uh, I never even heard of it. But to be fair, I'm not really you know, I'm not really into the whole mm. gaming, all the new games and stuff that come out. But oh, Sherlock, Sherlock asking any thoughts of the new Nick Cage movie? I forgot there's another Nick Cage movie coming. I've, I'm not a huge Nick Cage like. Uh, I'll watch it. It's not going to be in theater. I'm going to watch it because I'm not a big Nick Cage fan. But I do. I have to admit that I'm a I'm a not a Nick Cage fan, but I'm a Nick Cage enjoyer. Like I enjoy the fact like the best like uh, he just did a video he put out with another one where he, he's gone over he went back and rewatched scenes from movies that he did over his career and hasn't you know like many actors he they, he doesn't watch his own shit really like very much if at all and so he went back and it was of course they picked all the scenes where it's you know classic nick cage being you know nick cage from the beginning of his career all the way up through and the the thing that i respect about nick cage is that he's nicholas cage he doesn't pretend to be some other dude he know he he inside he knows he's out there he bases all of his his acting and everything on like german art house films that's like his entire shtick and he really is i mean he is a coppola he's a big fan of film in general and like i have so i have to respect it from that regard and he's unique when you watch nick cage you're you're getting an experience you were not getting anywhere else getting nick cage man you're You're getting getting nick cage Right, and so you know. Anyway, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to run to theaters, see it, or anything like that. But I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely give it, uh, give it a watch uh, for uh, for sure. You know what I do wish though is I wish they had done one more National Treasure because that was probably the closest thing we got to modern Indiana Jones that was legitimately fun to watch. That like it was campy, but it was not. It was not the bad kind of campy. Like it was still entertaining. And uh, I think it had more legs. It just never continued. I'm kind of sad about it personally, but I don't think we're going to get another one now. Well, maybe. You never know. Who knows? Nick Cage has had a bit of a renaissance now. He's in a movie. It feels like every six months. Dude's cranking them out. So who knows? But if that's going to be it, that means it's time to move on to... Tax support! <laughs> the, energy, the energy is there today on these... I'm on trying these... to find it, bro. I'm trying to <laughs> bro, find something. Dude, I'm... Yet. 
I'm I know I've been I know I've been motor mouthing, but I'm doing that because if I stop, yeah, I know. I'm done. My my body's shutting down. Twenty minutes of the podcast, I was like, Jeff, like you gotta, you still gotta (laughs) go wake up. Yeah, I'm sipping an energy drink here. I'm just fucking. I'm just. I told him. I told him to double caffeinate this thing, because I knew. And I already yeah. had Tim Hortons this morning, so I, I, because I, I just had, I did not sleep last night very well. I had like three days now. I've been on a streak of just ass, just can't sleep, save my life. Mm. Oh, and terrible. now I'm day three. I tried to nap before I went to pick up M to take her to her doctor's appointment. Uh, and I'm in that space where I'm so tired that right before I fall asleep, it's like my body gets excited that I'm about to sleep. It's like, oh my god, we need this so much. And then I snap awake yeah. from the excitement, and then I'm like, ah, oh, 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 fuck. And I just, so I'm, I'm in a hurting situation, but we're, we're going to get there. Anyway, patreon.com slash like TV is the place to go if you want to financially support this bad boy. $5 or more a month. Going to get you a couple of things. Chiefly, you're going to be able to ask us a question each and every week called, uh, on a thing called tech support. I put up a post called tech support plus the week number. So this is 308. Next will be 309. You ask us questions there. We give you answers. That's how this works. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Kimmitz asks, winter is coming. Are your bodies ready? Will Kai be going to work? My body's not ready. I can tell you that right now. Jeff's been going to the gym, so Jeff's more ready for it than I am. I, I did the opposite recently when I started writing this fucking script. I haven't left a chair. I, I have done negative exercise. I am so fucked. The first snowfall, I'm fucked. Because You're I'm gonna done. do it, it'll be fine. Be so but the next day, like I'm I'm gonna be You're toasted. Oh, it's yeah, game over. So, game am I ready? Over. No, I'm definitely not. Now, good news is, um, it's probably gonna be halfway January before we get any like really consistent Big snowfall. Snow. So I got some time. But right now, no, definitely not. Uh oh yeah. Uh, I mean yeah sure. <laughs> I mean I'm not. I, I'm not looking forward to winter. I hate winter. Yeah, it's of the course. Part of, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the part of being Canadian I do not like. Um, it's pretty much the only part that I do not like. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's could you gonna put a, a shovel in Kai's hand yet? No, no, you, it'll be all right. <laughs> I, uh, we got a snowblower, so you know, and I, I have a guy that comes. Um, although last year I only called him once. Um, but I have a guy that typically comes and just plows, um, and sands, you know, the, the driveway. And then we're only really responsible for the back patio area. Um, Mm. and, and which is substantially big. Your driveway is so fucking steep. I wouldn't even want to do it with the snowblower. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, the snowblower kind of moves itself. So, you know, it kind of... But if there's some ice, like, I don't want to slip in behind a fucking snowblower going uphill. Like, that's... Oh, that's happened. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm at the point, man, where it's just, like, my time is just more valuable than fucking going out there and slaving for fucking two hours. Well, is it a guy that, like, a few people in the street pay? Yes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, we don't have anyone here that, like, nobody's... If that... I'd be in on that... Especially oh, yeah. if they do and it I mean, early enough, because I have to take yeah, it to and work, they salt right? and stuff too. So I yeah. think his prices obviously went up. I think it cost me like seventy bucks. Um, but what he'll do, it's like it's good for the whole like twenty four hour period. So if it just keeps snowing, he'll come yeah, he'll back. Come back. And he'll do. He'll do it again. It's not like one and done. But you know, to save to save me two 
sometimes three hours. Like one time I was out there for like three hours, like doing oh, yeah. the fucking driveway. It's not a small job. No, no, no. Um, and so, you know, if, if it's a light amount of snow, like if it's like 10 centimeters or less, I'll take care of it. But if it's a fucking behemoth, we like shit on? two feet of snow, three feet yeah. of snow, fuck all of <laughs> that. Fuck all of that. No, no, hell no. And it's just nice too. like, it's cold as fuck out. And it's early in the morning, you know, and plus Kai's got to go to school, right? So like before when Kai wasn't in school and this can be the first time, it didn't matter. We could be snowed in all day and we're like, fuck, yeah, we're not yeah. moving. But now we got, he's got to go to school and shit. So, you know, the plow guy would come at like six o'clock in the morning, get the shit done. And then the last thing you want to do when you wake up in the morning, you don't even really want to clean off your car, let alone do the whole goddamn driveway. Bro. And fucking stick 630 in the morning, man. It's just no. When I take him to work in the winter and we've had oh, a big bro. snow and no. I have to go out and shovel the driveway and get the car no. clean before I drive her to work. No. I'm by the time I get home, I'm already done no, for the dead. day. You're I'm done, done for the day, bro. <laughs> you wrote off. The answer is no. The answer is no. I'm going back to bed. And now I'm done. I'm sore. I'm cranky. I'm tired as fuck. Like, I don't want to do anything. My day is ruined. It's true. So, to answer your question, uh, no, I'm not really ready for the winter, <laughs> but I know it's coming. So, you know, it is what it is. It's just part of it. And the fucking winters last like five months, man. It's horrible. It's, it's true. fucking awful. PP uh, Insider asks, what subject were you the best at? When you were in school, I mean, besides like your generic, um, your generic like drama classes and stuff, um, my best class was English. I was gonna say your best class was English. Yeah, I took advanced English classes. Um, I just didn't find the regular English stimulating, and I enjoyed it because I was like decent at it. And I was never a particularly a good speller or anything like that, but um, I just kind of understood it. I was like decent at writing. So well, you were create. You were you were you know you were always a creative yeah. guy. So it's, it was like yeah. the, it's one of the classes in school where there's a creative outlet portion to it. So yeah, yeah, it stands it stands to reason for sure. Um, man, honestly, mine probably was English as well, on average. Um, uh, I wasn't, I, but like for different reasons, like I'm creative, but I'm not like, I'm not a cre I'm not like a creative person. So if you ask me to sit down and write something, I can, I can write and I can write well, but it's not, it might not be the most creative piece of fucking work ever, ever delivered. So from like a technical perspective, I could write and did well that way in school the other the other one and I, I credit all that to my mom who's a big reader and uh got me reading anything and everything early like I wasn't like a kid that read all the time like there are some kids that are just fucking crushing books on the regular I wasn't that kid but um I was very lucky to have mom who was who was like getting me I remember a game I had when I was a kid I was at my grandmother's out in the valley and they'd sit me, this was before school, and they'd sit me on the on the floor in the kitchen and had the newspaper come in for the day. And they'd have um they'd have like the the advertisement section back in the day where it'd be like people selling cars or whatever the fuck else. And they'd sit me down in front of it with a pen and they'd go find words and match words. 
and they'd had me searching through the news that news the ad section circling matched words and shit and that was like a thing like so they were constantly so by the time I got into school my reading level was way higher than average and all that, so, so English was easier for me because of that I fucking I thought I was good at math until I had a shit teacher in high school and it completely crushed my confidence and I almost failed I almost failed math in in 11 I was in advanced math I almost failed it I had to retake math 11 and 12 again uh, in the same year in 12 to make up for that uh, for that so that by the time I went to university my average was high enough for for a scholarship uh, and uh, I had to go to Sylvan Learning Center uh in uh, in Halifax in the summer to brush up because that's how bad the teacher was they took a student who had averaged 90 in math their entire life up to up to grade 11 in high school and turned them into a 60 to 55% student in a single fucking year that's the difference between a good and a bad teacher right there. So sometimes, and that's the disappointing thing. And so when you hear Jeff talk about, you know, he wasn't necessarily the best at, you know, grammar or whatever, but he was engaged. It's because we had good English teachers. You had Mr. Minicello in, in junior high as well. Best English yep. teacher to have ever walked fucking Canadian soil as far as I'm concerned. And a big reason why so many people going into high school afterwards were as good with reading and writing as they were. And the difference between a good and a bad teacher can often be for confidence. You hear, you hear Jeff say, well, I liked it because I was also because I was good at it. And sometimes that's the difference for students is that if they're bad at it, it's like a, it, it feeds on itself. They don't put the effort in because they, they, every time they do it, they, they see themselves not doing well. And so they want to put less and less effort in the, the, the marks get worse and worse and it feeds itself. And so a good teacher makes a fucking enormous difference and a bad teacher in the opposite direction can do just the same they can take a good student and completely fucking uh, tear them to pieces which is exactly what happened for me in high school and so uh, yeah i mean it was math and english but uh, english was was my most consistent one uh, because math i almost i almost fucking bit the bullet there in in high school that was a friggin load of bullshit so if you have good teachers if you're still in university or if you're still I know some people here, shockingly, are actually still young enough to be in school. <clears throat> They're not just geezers like us. Um, you know, uh, be thankful for those good teachers, for God's sake. They don't make them. They don't make them like that very often anymore. Teachers seem to be getting worse <laughs> on, av on average. I can't blame them because they don't get paid anything. You know, what are you, you going to go in to do in the teaching career when you're making like four dollars and they still make you yeah, buy the I fucking mean, paper? Teachers also, yeah, but but if you're going to be a teacher. Yeah, you should have a love for it, and you're not in it for the money. I think you should get paid. Y yes. You should be paid way more, but I don't think a teacher should... Oh, no, I agree. ...should go, uh, oh, well, I'm not like getting a, paid all that much, so I'm just going to, you know, oh, yeah. you need to literally, like, you are teaching the next oh, line 100%. of, <laughs> you know, citizens, so you need to... Well, it's work kind in, of... ...working people. Like, it, need, it is walking a fine a, line, you know, it's yeah. like people are like, well, if we pay him too much, then people will do it just for the money. But like, and up here, it's not as bad. Like, I'm not like, I'm talking more yeah, about yeah. the States no, up here. Saying, I know what you're saying. The yeah, States is fucking terrible. I mean, they're getting paid horrible. like 30 grand a goddamn year and they're still expected up. to like pay for the supplies for their own classroom on 30 yeah. grand. It looks just insane here. Not nearly uh, as dire straits, but nevertheless. Yeah. Um... The Blainer, do you remember all the pets you had since childhood? Well, I had one, I so that's an easy thing to do. Exactly one. I do. I've had quite a few. I've had, um, my first dog, his name was Chico. He was a, um, uh, a chihuahua. Had him when I was 
probably what seven. Um, we had him for a short period of time, and then my mom got rid of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we had, um, I mean, I've had fish, I've had um, hamsters, I've had. Um, so you did like the stereotypical ramp into dogs, basically. You did like the fish yeah. first, then the hamster, then the dog. No, wait, no, we. I had a dog first. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, I had a fish first, then I had okay. a dog, then right. I had a. Ha- uh no oh you know what you're right i had the fish first <laughs> then i had the hamster then i had the dog um and then yeah um we've had then i had another dog do you remember prissy that name prissy we had another dog um her name was prissy and this was when i moved off your street and we moved to the yes to the next holy street, we shit had a, okay we had a yes small dog yes um my dad brought her home my sister was really young and she want she wanted a uh a pet. I, dude i had forgotten about that dog yeah yeah <laughs> and we only and we once again another dog that didn't last long we had we had prissy for a little while last longer than chico <laughs> um but yeah prissy went because Basically, like my dad really wasn't around all that much during during that during that time, yeah, and yeah. he just kind of showed up at the house with a dog. And my mom was like, "What the fuck? Like, you know, we got to take care of this dog. Like, yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not like you're here, but you're not really here. Like, you sure shit ain't taking this dog out and doing all this stuff. Like, um. And so, you know, when my sister started not giving a fuck about the dog, um, and that novelty wore off. It was, and I didn't give a shit. I didn't even really like Prissy. Um, it's this yeah, poor animal. My mom, my mom once again said no. So she made sure you know, Prissy went to a, a, a good family that was going to take care of her. Um, and then, and then I had my pets. So we had my first pet was Max. He's no longer with us. Yeah. And then I got Milo. So Milo's yep. still here, kicking it. And we got Thor. And Thor's still here, thank God. Thor is my Thor is your pride and joy. Thor is my baby. Like I'm with Thor all the time. He uh, as soon as I go upstairs, he'll follow me everywhere. He'll follow oh, of me course. everywhere. I could be eating dinner. He'll sit down on my chair. I could be in the shower. He'll sit down in front of the shower. I'll I'll go lay in bed. He'll lay beside my bed. He used to go up, but he's getting older now. He's like 11 years old, so he just yeah the his hips. hips and stuff. He can't just jump. He can't jump up the way he used to. It's getting to the point now where he'll look at the stairs, like in the and backyard, like, and, ah. and he'll sometimes be like, "No, nah, I'm not going down there." So he's getting at that age, and he's like, he's slowly going up. Fortunately, like we we get checkups and stuff. Fortunately, his health is very good, but like those dogs are just known to have hip problems. That's yeah, what, yeah. that's usually why you have to put them down. But we're, we've known that since we got the dog. And so we never really ran Thor the way that duck tollers really are, should be like them dogs. They're meant. Well, they're a working breed. They're a working breed, man. They just want to go, go, go. Problem is they don't have an off switch and they typically will go until their legs cannot go anymore. And we just, don't don't get me wrong. We ran him and we took him to the lakes and we you know he did his thing, but we always monitored it. And and even like three years ago, we started noticing like if we took him for a mile long walk or a two mile long walk, he'll 
the next day he'll be like limping and we're like, ooh. And we're not talking about running him. Like we're just going, doing regular pace for a yeah. walk. And because these dogs are just, they're just known to 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 go because of that. So he's 11 now. Um, you know, the, the life expectancy is like 14, 15 years. Um, so we're hoping, you know, I'm hoping he's, he exceeds that, but, um, his, he's, he's, he's in good health, but it does make me, you know, I think about it a lot now and I'm like, of Fuck, course. You can, I can start to see it. Like you can start to oh, see he's getting older. Right. And I'm like, man, uh oh, you know, well, the but good we'll, news, the good news is if he goes outside, you know, you can put him out front eventually if he gets to the point where he can't use the stairs in the back because the front's only got like really the one. Yeah. Or we can step. even just make a ramp, right? Like I'll do yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. just to make him comfortable. It's not a, it's yeah, not a yeah, big yeah. deal, but, uh, I'm just so thankful we never beat him down, like really fucking random because I oh, think yeah. like at this point in his life, he'd, he'd be suffering. Yeah, so, it's uh, it's that's just a that's a that's a big dog purebred thing in general. Hip hip problems just always seems to be uh, a thing, and you know it's it, it is it's only something that you can do is manage. You can't you can't avoid it. It's it. eventually coming. Yeah, uh, you just gotta gotta kind of uh, gotta kind of uh, manage it. Uh, I even see that I even see that in Tuna. It's like she's what twelve? Thir- no, she's thirteen. She's thirteen, going on fourteen now. Tuna, the you know, neighbor's cat, who now mm. visits inside and and cats sleeps for a while. Longer, they like, they cats, do. Cats can go like fifteen to twenty years. Oh yeah, you know, she, like like but, cats can go a while. But her hips are like her rear legs are, are are not yeah. great. But actually, her one of her front paws is the worst. So I don't know if she had an injury at some point. She's an outdoor cat, so she could have gotten in a fight when she was younger. Yeah. Whatever. Outdoor cats don't live as long as indoor cats. That's just kind of yeah. the way of it. Of course not. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and so she's you know so when she's in, I don't have to worry about her jumping up on anything really, because she can't jump. She can get up onto my coffee table, which she has. But she can't, and, and maybe the couch because it's about the same height. But she can't jump on a counter or anything like that. that. Ain't happening. Yeah, she can't get up, and so and See, so. Milo you know, can. He's still oh, yeah, fucking. Well, well mean, he's, he's a bangle, he's a bangle. an he's indoor bangle. Right? That, that thing yeah, can I jump mean, over the moon. Fucking, he's still. <laughs> I mean, Milo. Milo looks like he. It's like he doesn't age. His his belly's get gets a, got a little like uh, it hangs a little bit more. Like you yeah, can tell he's the getting, dad bod. Got the dad bod, but outside of that, you would if 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 I told you the cat was five years old, you'd, you'd be like, oh okay, yeah, oh yeah, oh hundred percent, he's gone, like he's yeah. Bengals yeah, are built different, yeah, literally. I mean, like when you first you like if you ever if nobody's ever like pet a Bengal before, it's uh it's it's pure muscle, muscle. That's all they're he just is. they're just like, like you, you they're just muscle. muscle. And bone. That's and so it. when they come over and they're super affectionate, like my, like Miles insane affection, like will oh, yeah. not stop headbutting oh, yeah. you and fucking oh, yeah. just con- and when he headbutts you, it 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 has force. Yeah. Like other cats will like run into you and it's like body weight. Milo like fucking <laughs> oh fucking yeah. just throws it because he's all muscled up. You're like Jesus. You look down and just fucking Milo just running his skull into your shin bone over and over again. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, built built different for sure. Uh, the Jubinator. I've come to really hate Windows 10. Uh, everyone hates Windows 10, but uh, unfortunately, Windows 11, not a lot better. Uh, especially since it's the only option for conveniently gaming on PC. What's something that you use all the time that you just can't stand? 
Honestly, Windows 10 ranks pretty fucking Windows high on that 10 list. Windows 10 is probably it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, it's uh, it's not the worst version of Windows I've ever had. No, but it's, that's it's, Vista. Oh, God, Vista was... Actually, well, 8. 8 was okay, the worst. Eight. Okay, 8, then Vista. Vista. Yeah. If you were unlucky enough to have ME, you're going to say ME every time. If you're old enough yeah. for ME... I didn't even... I went I in 98 even, straight to XP. I skipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Emmy was fucking dog shit, but yeah. but yeah, the eight and and Vista were not. It's the that fucking were... updates. It's the updates that just that and makes forced. this unbearable. Oh, the, of course they are. It's 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 unbearable, <laughs> and they fucking change all your settings back to default. <laughs> yeah. It just it fucks the whole goddamn system up. And it's worse when you're a streamer and you've got specific settings oh, and it's all audio based. Nightmare fuel, bro. I just swapped. You know, I swapped graphics cards. I sold my own one. My old one. Uh, and, uh, to community member, uh, and, uh, and then bought, uh, and bought a new one and it's AMD. So it's a brand new, you know, it's, it's not NVIDIA. So I have new drivers, new fucking whatever got. else. AMD. And, um, oh no, graphics card, not CPU, graphics oh, card. graphics card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, so anyway, I, I, you know, plugged in, everything's working fine. But then I, I realized I was like, when I have my monitors, you know, I have two monitors plugged in and they're mirrored. Like right now, doing this podcast, I'm mirroring, mirroring to a capture card. And I noticed that when I brought up like certain windows or like change between tabs and stuff, my computer would co- slow to a fucking crawl. Mouse would be like fucking jerking across the screen. Sound would start cutting out and shit. It was, it was terrible. And so I looked into it more and more and more, and it was like some old issue that's been around since, like, God fucking, it's Windows, since, like, the dawn of fucking time. And they keep thinking they fixed it, but they didn't. And I spent, like, four or five days trying to figure out a fix for it. And that's the kind of shit that just, like, it's kind of like playing a Bethesda game, and it's the, you encounter a bug. And it's the same bug that existed in a Bethesda game from 20 years ago, and you're just asking yourself, Why? How? <laughs> how is this still here? People have already, community bug, like patches have already fixed this shit. How have they not just implemented this fucking fix moving forward? Why is it still here? And sure enough, like two and a half weeks, a month later, the community patch comes back out, fixes the same fucking bug because it's basically the same fix as the one from before. And you're just sitting there like, and with Windows, it's the same thing. A lot of the bugs you run into oftentimes are are just, it's it's just like old shit that rears old its head. Bugs. Yeah. And uh, you just can't fucking escape it. It's like shit from like Windows XP that somehow made its way into 10 or some shit. And you're just like, why? And, and, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a real big pain. And, and I feel, you know, I thought about this when I was dealing with this issue. I was just explaining because for people that like do gaming and PC is their primary platform to do gaming with, and they have like a a job that's not what, what you and I do. And so they don't just get to sit home. And if they have a PC issue, they don't just have a big old block of time to sit down and troubleshoot this shit and fucking figure it out in order to them, for them to be able to get around to their hobby, which is playing some fucking video games. And so, sitting down, getting home from work, and you run into this bug that completely makes game playing games, like, unplayable. Like, the bug I just I just described, like, you, you couldn't game. I couldn't game with it. I'd go insane. Because I'd sit there going, well, now my night, I have to decide if I'm going to do one of two things. I'm going to relax and do an, an, another hobby, do something else, or I'm going to spend the next four hours 
sitting down, trying to fucking figure out why this PC, which has been meticulously put together to run as smoothly as humanly possible, and none of the, none of the hardware scans are showing anything, it's a software issue, and I gotta try and sit here and fix this fucking godforsaken operating system because it updated when I was asleep? It's dumb, bro. It's dumb. I feel for it. I feel I feel for those. That's why consoles are still a thing, by the way. Oh, I was just I was literally about to say it's why the consoles will always be a thing to some degree, because at the end of the day, there is something extremely nice about plugging in a console, putting in a game and having it run. And if there's any issues, it's a gaming issue. It's it's not. You know, it's typically not your hardware unless you got like the red ring of death. But I mean, these things are rare in 2023. It was even rare in 2000 and in uh, or not two. Well, yeah, kind of rare in two. Well, I guess for the Xbox, you know, yeah, yeah. but it was still, you know, you could. I mean, dude, you could get the red ring of death to take the shit to Walmart and just get a new one. It was that simple. You didn't have to do four hours of going on the Internet, like you said. So it's it, until PCs. Um kind of our plug and go there's always going to be a con there's always going to be con consoles are always just going to be a, a a convenient choice it's true it's true uh let's see we're getting down to the end of the list here uh theta asks uh favorite super nintendo game all right we're getting specific super nintendo you got you have several nintendo. behind oh, you yeah, man yeah i i my favorite um I'm gonna go with Super Mario World. Hmm. It's an obvious one, but it's a good it's a good choice. It's hard oh, it's to fantastic. Hard it's a to fantastic argue. game. I, I have to give my top three because I think you know number one. Uh, I, I'm gonna go Super Mario World. Hmm. Um, dude, there's so many, but I'm just going with the ones that just come right to mind right away. So Super Mario World number uno. Hmm. Number two. Uh, Mario Kart. So Super Mario Kart, that classic. I've put so many hours into that. And then number three, it was a toss-up between Zombies Ate My Neighbors and I'm going with this one, and it might surprise you. I'm going with Zelda. Oh, Link to the Past. Link to the Past. You have That's said that is, game. that is the best Zelda. Oh, dude. That it's not even just the best Zelda. That's one a of the, fucking it's, it's, good game. It's one of the it's best, of the best games, games ever. Made. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, 100%. Straight up. 100%. Straight up. That game is fucking awesome. It kind awesome of it's game. kind of the best example of 2D adventure yes. like adventure. RPG. Yeah, open ever. world to a degree, you know, oh, like yeah. you just kind of oh, Dude, yeah. that game is great. That game is great. I would I was, that was in my list is that one. Um and then I'll pick some random ones that aren't like, you know, the usuals. I mean, obviously I played the shit out of Super Mario World and all these other ones. Uh, I'll pick a couple like uh, of, uh, of not so uh, obvious ones. I'm going to go with uh, Stunt Racer FX. Mm, good game. I have that. Uh, and then I think for my, my other one, I will go with... You know what, Mario, well, this one's not out in left field, but I'll say Donkey Kong Country. Oh, classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, it's a good-ass game. I, 
you know, I somebody asked me this on the stream like last week. We had this we had this conversation. It wasn't even really a debate, but it was just a conversation. And they asked me what my favorite console of all time was. Mm. And is it between PS1 and Super Nintendo? Yeah. Oh. I, or N64 and Super Nintendo. N64 and Super Nintendo. And then PS1. Um, and I mean, and I, but I said, I think PS2 might actually be the best console ever made. I, I think it is like, because it's fully backwards compatible. And the backwards, exactly. Yeah. The backwards compatibility, you can play all your PlayStation 1. It had online play, yes. PS2 games, oh, PS1 was, games, the multi-tap yeah, for multiplayer. It PS2 had everything. The library is, is, was nuts. I think, technically the best yeah. console ever made. Um, but from like a nostalgic and an enjoyment standpoint, it really truly is between N64 and Super Nintendo. I think, man, it's so tough because the Super Nintendo and the N64, their games, the reason why I hold them at such high regard is I feel like the replayability of them is so high. Yeah, There's not an insane amount of PS1 games that I find super replayable because no. of the graphics they just are so dated and the mechanics are so it was the but first was 3d nice, shit right it was just don't get me wrong there are tons of ps1 replayable games but i'm talking about the library as a whole super nintendo because of the way the graphics are i mean dude you can you can play those games now and have the exact same feelings and not look at them like oh man this shit is fucking awful now, you get some of that with the N64, but, man, the amount of classics on that N64, it's almost unmatched. And it's not even... The N64 didn't even have a massive library. It's a no. small library of games. It's like 200-something titles. It's one of the easiest ones to have a complete collection for, yes. except for, of course, like the fucking like weird eso, you know, esoteric yeah. fucking... But, I mean, dude, the, 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 the console, I think, had like 200 and... It wasn't. A, yeah, it's not, not like a long, that. especially it's like not official a, official Nintendo official license. NA, like uh, yeah. Let me, yeah, like licensed. Let me see. I mean, how many games for N sixty four? Oh, okay, it's three hundred and eighty eight games. Yeah, yeah. So three hundred eighty eight games, sixty four released, eighty five. So eighty five of them were exclusively sold in Japan. So the rest of them, so like the 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 the, the rest of them were were, were just over three hundred games. Super Nintendo, 1,755 games. Oh, well, but a lot of them was like vaporware shit. Carryover yeah. from like the NES was bad for that too. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like... So, I mean, dude, um, small library, but man, the the the, the quality well, of games, bangers. man, just fucking crazy good. Oh, yeah. Cra but I still, I think in my heart, Super Nintendo might be my favorite console of all time. And the crazy thing is, is N64, I would say, was like my console that really got me into gaming. Like, be, like that made yeah. me who I am as a gamer. I played, I owned a Super Nintendo and I played Super Nintendo as a young kid. We're talking, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old. But man, once I was like, I think 11 or 12, when I think I was in grade six, when the N64 came out or something, and I had got that for Christmas, whoo, man, that was like long hours, you know, that was the show. That was oh, yeah. the show. 
I would say I'm the same the same for me. Like I never had a Super Nintendo. I went from I went from NES Genesis. Uh so I had the Genesis instead of Super Nintendo. So I had NES, Genesis, N sixty four. And I would say the N sixty four is the one that like Oh yeah. Formative for for gaming stuff with Ocarina of Time, GoldenEye, Mario sixty four as like the holy trinity the mario kart i mean dude mario so kart. many good so many classics man the 007 yeah. alone so like my list my list of n64 Smash games Bros. yeah so it's it's like it's it's a tight list and i could go outside of it but like the list and i still i have some of them in like in the in the trunk behind me still my original n64 is still with me now but it's it's mario 64 mario kart 64 diddy kong racing mm. Uh, Goldeneye, um, uh, Battle Tanks Global Assault. Ooh. Uh, and I'm missing, I, I, Ocarina of Time. Like, and, and Majora's Mask. Like, those, that's mm. like, that, those games there comprise, like, I would say 95% of my playtime on the N64. Good list. And then the rest was like, and Battle yeah. Tanks was like an out in left field, but it was one that we, like, we rented a lot and then and then Crimp owned uh Global Assault and we played the fuck out of Battle Tanks. Oh, and so mine Oh well, shit, one more. Sorry, I'm missing one in the ninety five percent. WCW versus NWO oh, Revenge. I was about to put that one on the list. <laughs> Motherfucker, man. I own that I, one too I, now. I yeah, yeah, put yeah. on the list. Mine, Mario sixty four, number one. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Number two, 007. Boom, God, the amount easily. of 007 played. Oh, Goldeneye, I mean, Jesus. Number three, I'm going with Donkey Kong 64. Oh, the collectathon to end Bro, all collectathon. My God, dude, that game is fire. Uh, which is basically a reskin of Mario 64, right? Question. It's, just, it's so good. Donkey Kong 64? Banjo Kazooie. No, Donkey Kong. <sighs> Donkey Kong. It's not even close. It's not even Woo! close. It's not even close. It's not, it's not close. One does have the DK uh, rap, so that's fair. Uh, and then I'm going with Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Cannot keep Smash Bros out of that list. I did own it and play a lot of it. I should probably have included it. Yeah. Um, and then I was gonna pick the the WCW versus NWO, but instead, oh man, it's such a toss up. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, you know, it's another good one that I played a fair amount. Wave Race. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Now, yet I have to put it out there. StarCraft 64. Oh, of course. Put it of out course, there. Of course, of course. Without that, That's true. none of this. That's fair. Dude, if none, none of this. It's true. None of this happens. It is true. None of it. I've got to go with it. That's I fair. Gotta put it up there. That's fair. Uh yeah, man. I just if you, if you sit there, you think long enough, you think about all like like Wave Race just randomly came in my mind. I was like, man, Wave Race was so fucking good. There's so many classics, man. There's so many classics. There's too many classics. It's too it's many. Crazy. It's crazy. Uh, all right. Last uh, last one. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna put on my on my SNES list. NHL '94. Good one. It's a good one. Um, I played I played a lot more. 
um, Wayne, I think it was Wayne Gretzky's 2000 or something like that for the. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, Wayne, it was Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Wayne Gretzky 2000 or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like there was a weird period with football and hockey games where there were like four fucking companies making. Yeah, a bunch of different like, yeah. sports games. Yeah, yeah. Um, last one comes in from Ace High. Asks, whose movies do you th- uh, consider more culturally impactful in the Western world? Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone? Arnold. This is like Terminator versus Rocky, right? Yeah, it's Arnold all day. It's Arnold. It's not even close. I I don't even believe it's close. Rocky is a massive film. It really is, and it 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 it's really big. But I don't think people understand how big Terminator really was. Is fucking big, and Arnold and like Arnold's also, run. Exactly. I was like, just about to say yeah. Arnold's like uh, after Terminator, dude. It's a it's a hell it's a hell of now, a run. I will say the quality of of Sly movies on average is higher than that of Arnold. But especially 90s Arnold was just like every movie you could put fucking put himself in. He was putting himself in like every movie imaginable. But that's also why I think he is more culturally impactful because all of those movies because of Terminator and whatnot and he was such a unique character as a person, a character that it just, like every, everything was quotable. He, how many, mm. how many, like every Arnold movie has at least one thing in it that people still like, it's still in the lexicon. Like people still friggin' use it bro today. In Dude, we have, we have Terminator. So we have Conan. Yeah. Right? Conan the, we have the Con- barbarian. We have Conan the barbarian. Yeah. Or bar- bar- barbarian or, and, dis- and the destroyer. And the destroyers too. We got yeah. uh, the Terminator. We've got Commando. We've yep. got Predator. Yeah. We have The Running Man. Yeah. We've got um, Collateral Damage should be in there. Collateral somewhere. Damage, Total Recall. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop. Terminator yep. Two. Yeah. Uh, the Twins. Last Action Hero. Twins should True be in there. Lies. Twins. Yep. Twins is in there. Um, we don't really talk about Batman and Robin, but he was in that. Jingle all the way. But dude. we don't talk about. Oh yeah, it's the perennial. I, I, dude, one of my on. oldest jokes is the perennial holiday classic. Jingle all the way. There Boom. it is, right there. Boom! It's, I'm ready. I'm December's about to hit. I'm, I'm. I have it out. It's ready to go. So I mean, the the list goes on and on. It's the true. list goes on and on and on and on. So I have to go with Arnold. Now Sly definitely has had some hits. Yeah. And everybody, but I think Sly is. Uh, or Arnold not only is universally more recognized. Arnold is larger uh, than life. Correct. Sly worked really hard to be taken. I mean, not to say that Arnold didn't, because Arnold worked very hard to be taken seriously, like as a bodybuilder from another country, the accent, the whole nine yards. But like, I think Sly well, wanted to be nothing, bro. He had be nothing. Like, yeah. When he became an actor, like he, you know, he he and he, he held made, onto that Rocky script until Rocky somebody script. paid him. Correct, correct, properly, and gate and made him the star. You yeah. know, because he was like, "No, nah, bro, I'm not. I'm not giving this up. I want to be the star. I'm. I'm this. I am Rocky. I'm the. He had the vision. Arnold was already a millionaire before he became an actor. Yeah, he'd already made his. He already made a bunch of money. 
Gym um, equipment, the whole gym, nine yeah, yards. He, yeah, he was all, you know, he was a world-renowned bodybuilder. He, yeah, real estate. Dude, he he was already there. Now, he worked extremely hard. He came from, uh, you know, uh, a place where he had nothing. But he didn't, he didn't need it the way that, like, he was doing it as another Slide challenge. It, yeah. Like, yes. Arnold woke up and said, I need a new challenge. I've won bodybuilding. Yeah. I won real estate. I won business. Now I need to win acting. Acting. And Sly and woke up and said, I'm in a car, it's cold, I need to sell this movie and star in it. And he, and he <laughs> fuck, God bless that fucker, he held uh, on to that shit until somebody finally undo it. And you know what? Fuck me. That's got to be Deserved one of the it. biggest W's in Hollywood history is Sly with Rocky. That has to be one of the biggest W's. Huge. Massive. Ever. Massive. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. For this episode, there's, there's not questions, but there is a hit me up with that sound in here that was pretty funny, but I decided I'd save it for uh, for Starcraft, for which is what we okay. have to find the energy for Fuck. coming up next. I don't know where yeah. it's going to come from, it's but coming. we're going to find it. And uh, we will see you guys next week for the podcast. Unfortunately, we are before the Game Awards, so we're going to have a, a pre-Game Awards. Maybe there will be some leaks we'll be able to talk about between now and then. Uh, and then the week after, you'll be able to get, you know, uh, the the recap and, and whatnot if you do end up missing it, because I know not everyone watches that shit in real time. Uh, and so you can look forward to that. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hopefully uh, you had a good time. Spread the word about the podcast if you think you know some people that might like to, uh, to listen to it on their drive to work in this cold upcoming winter. Uh, and until we see you, stay safe out there. Have a good one. And peace! Hey! hey, 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 hey.